0: This, this, this
1: is only the beginning. Morning. Hello, Pisara. Hello.
2: Hi, how are you
1: doing? Uh, great, how are you?
2: Very good. Thank you so much.
1: Yes, it's a pleasure for us to have you on our podcast. A
2: pleasure is
1: mine too. So how is it going uh, in Paris, right?
2: Yes, it's going very, very well.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: It's autumn here, and we are working very hard at the Ducita Boutique. You know, I remember meeting you very well. We had a really great time, even though it's not like that long. Yeah, but it was wonderful.
1: Good memories were made that day. Um, yeah, we wanted to just uh, ask you a couple of questions so we can share it with our audience here. Um, you know,
2: definitely. Yes. A pleasure.
1: Um, so we wanted just to start saying um, about the first memories and encounters with perfumery. Uh, with fragrances that you had as a child, if you could share with us.
2: You know, I grew up in Bangkok, Thailand, in the 80s. And at that time, uh, my family, I mean... It starts from me observing the nature around me first. So basically, I love to smell things. Like already when I was very young, when I was five years old, I played alone in the garden. And that kind of inspired me a lot to observe the nature, you know, Mm -hmm. what it's like to smell the, the earth after the rain the flower the jasmine, the different kind of you know frangipani my family uh, my father and my grandmother they love fragrances they love to buy fragrances Besides, <laughs> for my grandmother she love to like to wear uh, all the cologne it was quite memorable because like when i smell the perfume it's a time that my aunt is going to the party so i can feel The connection between what she's going to do and what perfume she would wear. Uh And my father, he also loved the so he bought a lot for my mother. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So (laughs) lucky lady. oh <laughs> uh, yes i mean I'm lucky too because but my mom was allergic to to misuko oh
1: <laughs> uh, really so
2: i had like a lot of vintage bottles yeah oh my i God. think she probably doesn't like something outdihyist you know what I mean yeah, mm-hmm. yeah 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 but my father loved it he loved her blur he loved misuko he loved fitji cologne of Armani he loves so many things, Bulgari, even, and, and that's how I connect him, and that's how I get to know his hmm. perfume and his taste, and I realized that, oh, he used to live in Paris before, you know, so that's kind of developed his taste, so that's how I grew up, you know, with perfume and also the books, the books because my father is like a, He's a mm. poet and he loved to collect all the literatures and he loved reading them.
0: And as a young person, do you have maybe some perfumers that you were looking up to, like that you really loved the, the way they created
2: perfumes? I always loved <clears throat> Monsieur Esmund Runishka. You know, I don't know why, but I love his style so much. I grew up smelling his work, but I didn't know he was the the one behind the creation. Mm-hmm. So it was starting from um, the old swash, the old of Dior, and then Diorissimo from another aunt I know. So I when I smelled Diorissimo, I was thinking, wow, this is so heavily, you know, who created it? You know, I just wondering who did it. And so when I grew like when I had the chance to come to France, and when I went to the South, when I start, want to start the brand, I had a chance to visit his home mm. in Cabiz, which is near Grass. But it's like he has a home, you know, where Monser Dior came to him and asked him if he can start the, the first collection. Well, it was like a historical moment. I wouldn't forget because this is where I visit his garden, where he got a lot of inspiration.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, the, he he is also he is also the one behind the Rochas, right? He he did quite a few exactly.
2: Uh, yeah. and he did the first Dior collection, you know, like the Dior yeah. the Diorissimo, and I think Diorama too.
1: And how did you decide to become a perfumer? Before coming to France,
2: I started to learn with some friends. First, it was it started from being like a vintage perfume collector, you know, because my childhood. Mm-hmm. memories and everything inspired me to, to collect more perfume. It like from like many years of collecting a lot of many vintages. We order from everywhere, you know, from eBay, from Europe. We go to some market to find and it was starting from there that, that I started to talk to some friends in Bangkok and said, what makes this perfume so mysterious, so great, so mm-hmm. opulent? And I found out that it was some kind of raw material, it was some certain structure, it was a creativity. And it inspired me to dig deeper to see how, how it is to create a perfume, you know, so basically I started that and we started to order our materials. Many years before I came to Paris, I never thought in my mind that I would create a brand at all. Mm-hmm. So I came to Paris as a student and I was thinking, like, well, I, I got to find my passion, I got to do something. So I brought five of my perfume creations. One of them was Isara, Isara of Dusita. I didn't expect to be to be a brand owner. I was thinking only to have some critics and you know, give some reviews of my work, how to make it better and I met someone in France he was like a perfume critic and well-known guy in the niche, perfume. So he's like, oh, it's interesting. Your creation is unique. Why don't you create a brand? So that's how, I, that's how it got
1: started. Out of a critic. Like, yeah. So you went there, a critic ten, says like, do, do a brand. Exactly. Yeah. That's great. You
0: know that, what? That's ten the best years tip. Ago, yeah. Ten years, ago,
2: <laughs> ten years ago, I was just a student.
0: And you were studying something linked to perfumery or something else?
2: When I decided that, I, cons- I immediately applied to some school, some training, some company about perfume. Nobody accepted me. <laughs> 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 I, I was a fashion student and I tried to apply like second year to, to some school. At that time, nobody accepted me because like at that time, you need to speak a good level of French.
1: Mm-hmm. You
2: need to have like a kind of background in chemical, you know, you know, kind of science at that time. But now they change.
1: <laughs> now, every, now everybody so, can become a perfumer, you say. It, it's, it's, it could be taken now it's that way. Yeah? Uh-huh.
2: Now it's easier for the school to accept that, like, they realize that the creativity doesn't have to be from study you know? chemistry or science. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, then now they are more open-minded. And now they're open more to, like... Um, English speaking people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. international people because they they open more programs but that was like I would say like five years later from that moment you know the thing is like uh it's like music you know you go to the school or not you need to understand like the sound the scale for example if you' like, you need to understand like what is audi high how many you know the the effective family the raw material and if you go to school you can have a chance to learn you know they do the blind test eventually what i heard is nobody will teach you how to blend it. they will say that okay you can you can learn about, like, okay, copying this perfume, We have this, this uh, sense. I, we divide the student into five groups and you try to make it similar to the prototype as much as possible. You know, you do some analysis and that's it how they, they learn. But I think the creativity part in my opinion it has come from it had to come from the good basic the raw material but you know you need to allow the, the space for creativity
1: absolutely before you were saying about the frangipani and all this jasmine that I that they were from the, yes. the, the area that you come from um, who, yes. if you if you could pick three three of the natural ingredients in perfumery which ones would they be?
2: first of all the one that relates to my memory would be jasmine grandiflora and jasmine sambac absolute that would be really something related to family and another The raw material would be um, Rot Damascena. It's it's kind of beautiful in its own way. The other would be Champaka Absolute. Champaka is uh, the flower that look a bit like Ilang Ilang, but it's so uh, this Absolute is quite rare. I got to buy them to smell in my organ it's so beautiful <laughs> yeah, it sounds really
0: really interesting we would love to someday smell all these raw materials we were always looking for and uh, hopefully we will manage one day because what you yes. describe right
2: now it sounds perfect <laughs> to me I love Thank Ilan Ilan you so much. <laughs> oh you should come to my atelier in Paris oh. because, like, we have a lot of raw material for you to smell looking forward <laughs> and
0: we, we have one uh, interesting question Is like how did you come up with the name Dusita. what is the meaning of uh, this name?
2: So at that time when I start to think about the brand, right, you have some choices because some brand they use the name of the perfumer, like as a brand name, mm-hmm. but I was thinking like I need to find another name because I want people to focus on the products more than, more than me. So Dusita came to my mind, I was brainstorming and Dusita came to my mind because I read the poetry of my dad. He said when he died, he would like to be at Dusita. And I started to dig deep what it it means, Dusita. So it means a paradise where you are free to be creative, where you are free to live your own passion, you know, live your life with happiness. So I said, oh, wow, this is perfect. Because in my opinion, um, there is no other way. In perfumery, you need to be completely be free, you know, in mm. order to be to to be creative.
1: You have this background, and and your father being an artist, right, and a poet, yes. which is really it's really beautiful story. Also, uh, that you are taking the um, the inspiration from from his work, basically. We also noticed that you were creating the <gasps> artwork uh, on on the perfumes, the yeah, drawings and the artwork, the it. visual things. Uh, how how do you get the inspirations for each one of these pieces? Well,
2: you know, I always keep a little bit of. My my notebook and write some ideas about the new perfume <laughs> and i get inspiration from when i explain the idea of the perfume i need to tell the story behind what what it means melody de you know because my background is also like communication and basically at that time after when i launched the first collection i was the only person in my company i basically need to create a tool to tell people what it means and i love drawing i love painting i love watercolor it's it gave me so much joy and it relaxed so i started to illustrate the perfume so i started to illustrate using like color pencil sometimes it's uh, watercolor depends and that's how it began
1: what is the first method that you use before they become a printed uh, work
2: so it was a watercolour first as a draft and then I put on some aquarels. Ah, okay. It depends. Yeah, we,
0: we wanted to pop out one perfume that we got familiar even before we met uh, all, all your brand and you, yourself in person. Yes. Uh, and this is Oud Infinite. And we yes. heard about it because it became almost like a cult among the perfume lovers. And how do you feel about wow. it and what do you have to say about this?
2: I learned a lot from this scent. First, it was something that is go out of the norm, I would say. Like, you imagine someone launch a new perfume collection. They don't, <clears throat> I'm not known in the perfumer world, but there was one perfume that is very different from the rest. And people discuss about it, people talk about it. Some say it's like one of the best, some say it's like the worst ever, you know. And they deba- debate about it, and mm-hmm. at that time, I I was like surprised because I wouldn't even know that people would talk and discuss. You know, like the forum, like base node or or thing like that. I wouldn't know it exists. Until Wood Infinity, and I way out about Wood Infinity, and it, it came to many different forums. And
1: yes, I had the the opportunity to to show a sample of Wood infini to people who are into the wood, and they were blown away by it. They were like, oh "My God, what Thank is this?" You so yeah, yeah, yeah. Much. It, it, they were they were really fascinated by it. Also, what is the thought process that you have behind all the creations that you have in your lineup?
2: the idea of the collection. First, mm-hmm. I want to have like different olfactory family for everyone. For, mm-hmm. for, I mean, one person, you know, you don't need to like La Ducer. You can like Wood Infinite. Mm-hmm. But you, you you can find something very unique and different. That's why I, when I launched a perfume, I was thinking like, what is the olfactory family that I'm missing to do? Mm-hmm. So the idea behind each perfume is sometimes it starts from, from that idea and I want to design the perfume, but sometimes it's it like from the poetry I read of my father. And I was thinking, like, what could it be as a scent? What is the idea behind? For example, um, I read the poetry about Era One. It's about, like, a man walking into the autumn forest, and he didn't know how he got hit there, but he sees the light. He's just walking through the light. And it was, I was designing the perfume that explain the the idea of how it's like to walk into the autumn forest leaves under your feet and smell something that's similar to like the tonka beans Mm. and pass to probably the wheat fields of you know can be golden rice field you know choose the raw material to balance the whole idea
1: together I'm looking here at the screen this era one um, it has a uh, quite interesting array of notes, notes. yeah <laughs> yeah Yeah, very interesting
2: have you smelled it you have smelled n- n- this I one send
1: you. <laughs> this one we didn't we didn't smell it no, no. this one not because from oh. from the ones that we we had the opportunity to smell uh, it was um, la douceur de Siam it was uh, montri uh, it was Oud Infini the other one was uh, Les Siages Blanc and uh, Melodina Amor. that was it we didn't smell uh, all of them because it oh. was that day was really really full your stand everybody wanted to have a <laughs> everybody wanted to smell everything so we couldn't we couldn't wait unfortunately
2: I will I will show you the whole collection don't worry thank you so like, much there, I mean there was Oud Infinite. that was my first Oud yeah. but anyway please stay tuned there will be something I will, I will announce about Wood Infinity soon. Wood Infinity, and then I, I have Montree, which is my second wood, which I would love to hear what you think. So, Montree is the name of my father, and it was like a second wood perfume of the brand. Mm-hmm. Nice. But different from Wood Infinity.
0: And from all of your creations, do you have maybe one that is the most meaningful or special?
2: Each perfume is different in its own way, but the one that I'm thinking right now it would be Le Pavignon door it was meaningful personally to me because the inspiration I got is from the time I went to the vacation in Brittany, this is the north of France and I was sitting near the lake and surrounded by the forest and I want to, to translate this happiness of peace into the scene. <clears throat> and I think it's like a kind of thing that we need, you know, we all need a kind of our inner peace, uh, place where we can be one with the nature.
1: You were saying before a little bit about the 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 Montree, right? This was one of the of the latest yes. of the latest releases. Yes. Can you can you say a little bit about it?
2: Yes, Montree is the brand second wood agarwood perfume. So I use the same wood of wood infinity, but. I translate in a different way and explain the idea of my father so my father's name was Modi tree and he's someone who is an artist mm-hmm. and you know collect his experience from traveling from do- doing different things in life so I, I think of him as a wood like raw material as like a wood that that kind of takes time to render to be beautiful you know Mm -hmm. and then i also collect his memories from paris so i kind of create a structure of the perfume that he loved in the past like a blur you know with the rose iris in this so it's a little bit powdery and then the idea of going to exotic places so there are many spice blends Mm -hmm. that will be the first spicy perfume of lucita as well very, very interesting in three facets.
0: And what are the responses from people regarding the, this latest creation? Do you have any feedback yet? Yes,
2: I do. People love it because especially I think people love the spike and the wood pan because to be more surprised so I, I have like introduced this perfume at the boutique as well I have a lot of clients who, who love it and those people I would never thought of wearing boots you know I never thought about them wearing that at all but they seem to really love and it's interesting. I have like a really positive feedback from, like my fraganctica, uh, the editors, and you know they really love.
1: It. What what are the, the the sizes that you have available for for all the public for when it comes to buy your perfumes?
2: We have many different sizes actually. Let's start from the sample, and then we have. Uh, you know, the travel set, which is seven point five milliliters times three bottle, or you can have like three different perfume in one box, order mm-hmm. from the website. So you can customize your three different fragrances. It's quite affordable. And then we have fifty milliliters and one hundred milliliters.
1: This the concentrations <laughs> are all are, are all all the perfume, yeah?
2: Yeah, and uh, we have three extra deparfang, which is Oud Infini Isera uh-huh. and Melody de la
1: Okay, okay.
0: And uh, you are saying that uh, you have an online shop and w- how is it,
2: uh,
1: how yes.
0: people
2: can find you? Okay, we have a physical store, I mean like we have our own flagship store at in the heart of Paris. You can find our online shop at perfangdusita.com. Mm-hmm. You can subscribe to our Instagram, which is, I love to be that. It's called perfangdusita or perfundusita Paris. Mm-hmm. and then you can also find our partner worldwide you know we have like distributors or boutique in many different countries
1: well Pisara it was um, it was a pleasure to have you uh, on our podcast uh, yes. it was we thank you for your time thank and you for so sh- much. sharing your stories mm-hmm. I
0: am always thrilled when I hear these very personal stories and how people um, go into this uh, artistry and what is the inspiration behind and how they appreciate the, the, the country they come from and also the, Thank you. the origin, the family and all these inspirations. It's really beautiful to hear. It.
2: You Thank you so for nice. your time.
1: Yes, we, we, we look forward to, to have a trip to Paris one day and go and visit your <laughs> boutique. <Yes.
2: laughs> wow, well, yeah, it would be wonderful. I would love to meet you. You know what? You can create a perfume with me in the
1: atelier. We will take your word.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great. great. It would be a pleasure thank you again I yes, really the had same
1: a wonderful here. time with you too yeah the same have a good day and we will stay in touch okay
2: yes see you again
1: looking forward for next year awesome bye. Ciao, ciao, bye thank you that was uh, Pisara Umabizani. Umabizani? I'm sorry, Pisara, I don't know how to, how to say it. We, we said it here, uh, Umabiyani, but it's Umabizani, I think. It was a great time. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah I, I really love how she describes uh, all the story of her. The passion, yeah. Yeah, the passion. It's obviously seen. And also, I really had the opportunity to smell, I think, these uh, three, four that are really on my like. Also, I had the option to see the art that is. Um, on the prints that she was saying and these are really beautiful, like an add-on. So
1: yeah, that's the whole it's the whole the whole experience is surrounded by art. So uh, thank you again to everyone who is listening to this podcast. We are glad that you are tuning in and um, share it around, you know, share it with the friends. We will some more soon.
0: Check our webpage feelingsfromablurrynote.com Check our online store theblurrynote.com where you can explore more. Hopefully we will add more. And then also you can meet us on Instagram feelingsfromablurrynote. Yes. And that's about it. Have a great one. See Ciao.
1: Ciao.